With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometers of range. And Toolmark, the complete tool center, serving WA for over 40 years. This is Sports Day. Yes, hello everyone. Welcome to Sports Day WA with uh, Peter Vlahos. Great to have your company. And we're here for the Kia's Epic Range, the Kia Sportage, Seltos and EV6. And also Toolmart, the complete tool centre. They've been serving WA for over 45 years. A bit of a jam-packed program tonight. Very shortly, we'll roll out the top seven stories of the week. Kia's Epic Range bring you the top seven biggest sports stories of the week as we do every Thursday. And then we'll speak to Christina Matthews, the CEO of the West Australian Cricket Association, because a big uh, sports story today with the retirement from international cricket of one Meg Lanning. Of course, Meg did spend a couple of seasons playing for the Perth Scorchers in the WBBL, and it was great to see her play here at the WACA ground. But today, she decided uh, her time as an international cricketer is up. She announced her retirement, and she bows out of the game 13 years after making her debut as a teenager, following one of the most decorated careers in the history of the game. So we'll speak to Christina and the impact that she's had, certainly on women's cricket and the sport of cricket uh, amongst women uh, a bit later in the program. As I said, Christina had a bit to do with uh, Meg, particularly when she came over to play with the Perth Scorchers. So that's coming up on the program shortly. We'll also uh, look at the JDH Hockey One League with a, uh, a star from the Perth Thundersticks. And also we'll focus on the Perth Glory tonight as well. We normally do that on a Thursday night. Bruce Kamau will join us as the Glory prepare tomorrow to fly to Sydney to take on the Western Sydney Wanderers. You can join us anytime on the Tempera Bedshed text machine 0487 736 736. That number again, 0487 736 736. And for the good oil for Cobram Estate, premium Australian extra virgin olive oil, just repeating uh, Meg Lanning's uh, retirement from international cricket, certainly the the biggest story to come out of today. Uh, The 31-year-old, by the way, retires, having lifted the most World Cups as captain in history and will go down as one of the great leaders Australian sport has seen in recent times. By the way, she won seven World Cups, three Belinda Clark medals, and scored 8,352 runs, including 17 centuries, in 241 international matches. Quite an incredible career. As I said, more about that a bit later on. The big story of the day, thanks to Cobram Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil, grown, harvested, and first cold-pressed in Northern Victoria. Okay, Brian, let's roll. The uh, Kia's Epic Range, the Kia Sportage, Seltos, and EV6 GT bring you the top seven biggest stories of the week. Number seven. It's, it's sort of hard to kind of analyse from a football perspective. Um, you kind of left with 
the result, which is obviously disappointing. And, you know, that's, you know, you don't like to lose, particularly here at home. You know, super proud of the players' efforts and will and desire and determination to get still get something out of the game. Um, but like I said, and then there's obviously the, you know, the fallout from it from, from our perspective personnel-wise, which, you know, I guess we'll, we'll deal with in the coming days. <clears throat> So Ange Postacoglu, the manager of Tottenham Hotspur, after going 10 games at the start of the EPL season without a loss, eight wins and two draws, they succumbed on Monday night at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium to fellow London rivals Chelsea by four goals to one. It was a drama-filled encounter to the point where Tottenham lost two players. Two players were sent off. And for a great period in the second half, it was 11 against nine. Number six. Well, I think it certainly gave some leverage and some impetus um, to thinking about it. This is, um, outside the MCG, this is the biggest stadium in, in the country. Um, we want to see packed crowds here and we want to see everybody looking at this stadium and going, I want to be there. It looks great on television. All my friends in, in Melbourne and Sydney always call me when we've got games here, particularly for the Scorchers, talking about how, how good it feels. The AFL Grand Final here was unique. Uh, I don't think that'll be experienced anywhere else in the country. And we want Test Cricket to have that same feel here. In excess of 30, uh, I think it'd be a really good um, start to start building. Obviously, we're aiming for high as we can. Um, we've had, uh, other than last year, our other two tests had uh, just over 25,000 on, on day one. Um, but I think the... Um, the bringing together of the um, Test cricket with the people of Perth and uh, the great bucket hats we're going to have with the West Test on it will become collector's items. OK, there you go, Christina Matthews. We will talk more about that when Christina joins us shortly. But Test matches in Perth will now be known as the West Test. An Optus Stadium will feature a hill-like space as Cricket Australia attempts to win back the hearts of WA cricket fans. As we mentioned, uh, across five days, a total of just 42,000 fans attended the Optus Test between Australia and the West Indies last December, the first test in Perth since the COVID-19 pandemic hit. Number five. Second of it, kicked the ball in Bryce Cotton's hands. Or just dumped it. Alex Sarr with the jam. Nine-point lead to Perth. 106 remaining. The game is in the palm of the Perth Wildcats right now. Yes, uh, a great performance by the Perth Wildcats. They had a lot of acid on them going into the match against the Adelaide 36ers at home on Friday night. In a seesawing encounter, they won by 11 points against the 36ers. But the biggest test was getting on the big bird on Saturday and playing Melbourne United in Melbourne, one of the more fancy teams in the NBL on Sunday. And in a seesawing affair, it had to go to overtime and the Wildcats made it back-to-back wins. Number four. I haven't done anything wrong. Uh, I have two minutes to get to the crease and get myself ready, which I did. And then it was an equipment malfunction. And I don't know where the common sense went uh, because obviously it's obviously disgraceful from uh, Shakib and Bangladesh if they want to play cricket like that. Obviously stoop down to that level. I think there's something wrong um, drastically. So it was just pure common sense. I'm not talking about um, uh, mancading or obstructing the field here. This is just pure common sense and bringing the game into, you know, disrepute. 
So there you go. That's a Sri Lanka's veteran, Angelo, Angelo Matthews, who made unfortunate cricketing history, becoming the first player to be timed out at the international level. Now, Matthews was coming into bat with Sri Lanka at 135 for four against Bangladesh, but due to a helmet issue, was slow to take the crease. And in the end, the appeal came from the Bangladesh captain for a timeout. It went to the umpires. They deliberated. They went back to the Bangladesh captain and asked him if he wanted to go through with the appeal. He said yes. And in the laws of the game, Angelo Matthews was timed out and walked straight back to the pavilion. Number three. Firstly, I just wanted to to say how lucky and privileged I've been to represent Australia and play the game that I love um, for so long. I grew up wanting to represent Australia and I had fun playing cricket. I loved it and um, to be able to do it for 13 years um, has been an incredible opportunity for me and I'm very thankful for, for those opportunities. I'm sad that it's, it's finishing up, but um, I'm very much ready for something, something new. It's been an incredible journey and I've loved every moment of playing for Australia and um, I'll miss it, but it's, it's time to, to go and see what else is out there and um, experience that and I'm, I'm looking forward to, to seeing how that pans out. Good on you, Meg. Uh, certainly, you did it with uh, class today, announcing your retirement from international cricket. And I can personally say, I love watching her play. In fact, she was one of the players that I enjoyed watching uh, play for Australia. I liked her captaincy, and she was a very, very good batsman. And her and Elise Perry were just standouts for me when watching uh, the national team do their business. Number two. Into the straight of the Lexus Melbourne Cup, and here's Vauban on the outside of future history, and Bowen declare between them. Absurd is also chiming in. 400 metres to go. It's absurd moving up on the outside for Zach Burden. A length in front, but without a fight, is running on right down the centre of the track. Without a fight, up to Absurd. Bowen declare and Shiraz the Volta. It's without a fight. 100 metres to go. Two or three lengths in front, coming away from Shiraz and also Solgum. Yes, without a fight, uh, the third favourite taking out this year's Melbourne Cup and the big story was the West Australian jockey Mark Zara going back-to-back after riding Gold Trip last year. Number one. You know what's going to happen? He's 195, Maxwell. The six to bring up 200 and win the game. Everybody here's on their feet. Now, mind-blowing, it's even greater than that. Glenn Maxwell producing one of the most astonishing Cricket World Cup innings, smashing 201 off 128 balls to lead Australia past Afghanistan with 19 deliveries to spare and into the semi-finals. At one stage, they were 7 for 91, where Australia they had to chase down the target of 292 and Glenn Maxwell's heroics of 201 saw Australia pass Afghanistan and to book a berth into the final four. So there you go. That's our top seven stories of the week. Uh, Glenn Maxwell, uh, certainly the biggest story of the week. Uh, History-making it was. All thanks to the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range.
We'll look at Meg Lanning's career. It's been a big week in cricket. Uh, Christina Matthews, the CEO of the Wacker, joins us next here on Sports Day WA.